Hi guys, welcome to the All Things May podcast. My name is Melina Stevens, better known as May, and here on this podcast we talk about a variety of different topics. The episodes on this podcast are raw, real, and as unedited as possible because I want to enhance the insightfulness and connection that each episode produces. A new episode will be released each Friday, and if you have a suggestion for an episode, please let me know. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of All Things May. This is the last episode of um, the first season, sure, let's call it that, (laughs) um, And this is with my dear friend, Mason. Um, This episode is a little bit longer because it's about her story of having um, two strokes at the age of 24, believe it or not, um, last February. So February of 2018. And it's funny because currently I I listen to the episodes before I publish them, them, of course. And I just finished listening to this episode in the same room that I found out that she had had two strokes and but right now I'm I'm currently crafting some decorations for her bachelorette party that's this weekend and it's almost a year since she had those two strokes so it's just I don't know it's just like really really full circle this episode is incredibly inspirational and at times incredibly hard to listen to because Mason tells it in such a in such a real way and it really makes you realize that you have an amazing life with the things that you you currently have and most of us take for granted just like the the simplest things in life like being able to walk or being able to breathe on your own or being able to drive and she really puts that into perspective with the story and she's hilarious and she is one of my dear dear friends and I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Okay, so it's been almost a year since you stroked out. Um how do you I feel? like that verb? How do you feel? Um What day what day was it? February February twenty fifth was the day of my first stroke, so that's mm-hmm. when I was at home by myself when mom and dad were in Maui and then Alistair. Mm-hmm was at um, work. He was on duty. Mm-hmm. So he was working for 24 hours. I um, managed to call him. I don't know. I was mm-hmm. eating pizza, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, me. <laughs> um, but I was eating pizza. Thank God I turned off the oven. Uh-huh. Yeah. I... <sighs> you felt... I remember you telling me, like, you felt like you didn't feel like yourself. And remember no. you took that picture, too. Yeah. So, I want to say, like, before my life, I felt like I was just coasting. Like, I would just mm-hmm. get up, go to work, come home, make supper, mm-hmm. Netflix, go to bed. Mm-hmm. Like, and it wasn't like you were, like, sad or unhappy no, or anything. It was, it was just, just, like, you were in... Coasting. Uh, yeah. Like, I was... It was like, habitual. Comfortable. I was doing my own thing. Like, I was happy at my job. I just had, I just had started a new job. Like, I was mm-hmm. still kind of learning about that job. Like, whatever. Um... So then, like, after my stroke, after I've stroked out, um, (laughs) it feels like that's a really bad baseball term. Hashtag. Um, Hashtag stroked out. Yeah. um, (laughs) After, like, I feel like, 
this sounds gonna sound stupid, but like I feel like my life has more purpose. Like I feel mm-hmm. like, okay, I almost died. Now we have to do something. About but that, people right? who go through traumatic experiences like that usually feel like they have another. They, chance. It's like yeah, another chance, and they like wake up essentially. Well, yeah, and that's how I feel. That like, like with having a stroke, like the the surgeon. I don't know if it was a surgeon or just a doctor, but they've told me, like, okay, when you have a stroke, you don't feel like you had, like, obviously, like, physically, you feel like you've had a stroke, but, like, in your brain, because it's a brain injury, like, you don't feel like anything's happened to you. Yeah. Which, like, I still feel like, okay, well, fine, like, so much of yourself, like, mm-hmm. so, I, like, when I was in the hospital, and, like, people would send me cards and send me flowers, and, like, he would come and visit me and be like, like it felt like I just like broke my leg or something and I was like okay no one has to come visit me like yeah. obviously I appreciate it and everything but I was kind of confused because I was like you didn't understand I didn't the understand of it the extent of my injury and my recovery in the future right so like I feel like after being stroked out like I feel like I take little things way better like like um I can't think of an example but like I take the handy bus to Glen Rose Hospital now, like, yeah. on my own. Like, that, I feel like, is a step forward to my recovery and to, like, my independence and, like, just getting better on my own and, like, not having my mom, like, with me 24-7 and, um, or Alistair or, like, anyone with me, right? Like, I've always been with someone. I've always been around nurses. I've always been around aides. I've always been around someone, always. Like, they've always been, like, Mason, right? Yeah. So, like, I feel... Like, I'm just kind of like, okay, my life before, no one kept tabs on me. Like, I feel like, okay, I can go do my own thing at my own time and then be done it. Like, I feel like this is a good step. Like, and I told you that when my bus came on Wednesday, I start bawling. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like, the bus driver came up and was like, hey, Mason, I'm, oh, oh. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> And she was like, what's wrong? And my mom was just, my mom and my dad were just laughing because they were like, this is the brain injury, right? Like, yeah. my emotions were trigger- triggered. Like, I've never been, a cr- I don't think you've ever seen me cry, like, no. before. Like, now I. I do the crying for both of us. Yeah. So now, drop a bed, I just cry. Like, and it's so funny because I'll be like, oh, I'm going to cry in three, two, one. And it's just like. Really? I feel it. Like, it's almost like rising up to my, like, my eyes. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, here it comes. It's like a freaking tidal wave. And I'm like. I can't, I can't stop it. Like, yeah. I'm just kinda like, oh, I remember. Well, let's go back to, <coughs> excuse me. Let's go back to that February 25th. So you were at home. So I was, so I was at my mom and dad's house in St. Albert. I was house sitting. Well, not really house sitting, but I was just staying in their house because A, they have free food and <laughs> they're in Maui. So I was like, yes, I'm going to take advantage. Um, <laughs> so I was in St. Albert that night, like, the, so, February 25th, I think, last year was a Sunday. And, yeah, it was definitely a Sunday. So, that, that like, Saturday night, I slept at Alistair's house. Okay. And then, Sunday, I got up, came, like, got up, kind of hung out with Alistair a little bit, but he had to work at 8 a.m., so, like, we kind of got up, like, hung out, and then I came back to their house. I think I slept for a bit, obviously, because nap life. <laughs> um, I slept for a bit and then I got up and then I came downstairs and I was watching, um, Fantastic Beasts. Oh yeah. And I've never seen that movie before. So I was like, yes, I'm so excited. 
but I was really tired, and I was like, why am I so tired, like, whatever, so I was like, okay, I'll have a nap, so I remember, like, when I nap, like, I can't be looking at the TV, like, I have to face in towards the couch, okay, so it's darker, like, I, like, I sleep with an eye mask, so maybe that's why, yeah, I didn't have my my eye mask, so I was like, so, but I, um, so I fell asleep, and my mom's couch, like, the armrest, they're not, um, grounded, Mm -hmm. like, they're freaking like it's like a freaking four by four in there like it's like with, a, yeah. a death trap yeah so i remember like waking up from that my nap and being like oh weird my neck feels like it was really kinky yeah like and i was like okay well at least my neck is kinky <laughs> <laughs> um but i was like oh that feels weird so i texted alistair like just nonchalant and i was like oh my neck feels weird like whatever and he was like, okay, like, cool. obviously he's not going to be like, oh my god, you need to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> that's that was a scary voice. He sounds like Goblin. Um, <laughs> but, um, he, um, so he was like, oh, okay, like, whatever. Um, and then I got up. Oh, before I had the nap, I went to the base mm-hmm. and I cooked him chicken wings or whatever because he was working for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So I went to the base and I cooked him lunch or whatever and we kind of we hung out there we watched some movies like whatever and then i went i came home i had my nap watched fantastic beast and um that's when i woke up and i was like oh my neck feels weird and then um i got up had made pizza and i was eating pizza and then i turned off the oven i was eating it and then my phone was connected to the charter that was on the island and i was texting probably Alistair let's be honest Mm -hmm. and um I felt like someone had like um like touched my left shoulder like twisted me like 180 degrees oh and I was like oh that was weird and I was like who did that like right were you then at that time were you getting a little bit freaked out yes so then at that time I I think I had like a 30 second window I called Alistair and I said something's wrong but I had aphasia, which is the talk talking aspect of the stroke. So I was like, ah, 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 ah. <gasps> and he was like, "Okay, what's wrong?" And that's when I collapsed. Do when you I... remember? Do you remember having aphasia while? No. Okay. And people who have aphasia think they're they're talking like this, like they Normally. don't know. They're talking like, wow, right? So, I I was telling him something's wrong, and he was like, "What? What?" And I was like, "Something's." How come you can't understand me? Yeah, I was getting mad. So then I collapsed. And then I still had movement on my right side. Mm -hmm. So then I I was on the floor and I took that selfie. Mm -hmm. And I sent it to him. And what I was actually trying to do is record a video of me saying, help me. Yeah. But with the iPhone, when you, the old update, when you put the camera on and you click it, it would just take a picture. I thought I was recording. Yeah. So, I mean, it's better that I took a selfie because... The picture is like scary because it's oh, like yeah. so blurry and my blurry eyes are and just you like, can tell that you're in distress oh you can tell that i'm terrified like yeah at the moment i didn't feel like like i was terrified i was just kind of like what the hell is going like, on like okay i'm reacting to the pizza or something like, I don't know, like <laughs> i'm allergic to something i'm allergic to gluten now let alone you know you're having a yeah. fucking stroke yeah so i um so i took the selfie i sent it to him and then i I remember my phone, like, buzz, 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 like, going off, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. But I just remember feeling the room was spinning, and I was like, oh, my God. So then I went to go try and grab my phone, but my whole right side of my body was just paralyzed, and I was like, oh, this is weird. And I, 
like I'm a very dramatic, very like excited person. So like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, Mason, you're being a little dramatic. Just get up, text Alistair back. Like you're fine. Like no big deal. Wow, I literally would have had. Oh, I probably yeah. would have died not from the stroke, but from a fucking panic attack. Oh yeah, totally. And like, I like, I remember. Like, so I was like, okay, just get up. And then, like, I would try. And it was my left side that was okay. So I remember I was face down on the ground. And I remember I was sleeping. I had my dad's hoodie on, so it was pretty big. So it the hoodie went over my head because I fell down. And it was, like, over my mouth. So I couldn't really breathe. Mm. So I was just like... <sighs> and then, like, I remember being, like, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. this is it. Like, I almost saw, like... Like, I almost, like, kind of, like, concluded my life. Like, I didn't see my life flash in front of me. Like, it's not, like, in the movies where, like, you see your memories or whatever. Like, I, I, I remember just being my wife being, like, okay, I have a good boyfriend. Like, you know, he's going to miss me. I have a good family. And then, like. Wow. Yeah. Like, it was. Wow. It was weird that I was, like. You're content. I was. I was not accepting of it because, obviously, no one accepts death. But, yeah. like, I was, like, Okay. This I, is it. I think that's, like, even though this is such a traumatic thing that happened to you, mm, yeah. and, like, I'm hearing stuff, because I've heard this story so many times, oh, but I'm course. hearing stuff now that, like, you never said before, no. but, like, hearing that you were kind of like, okay, I've lived the life I've wanted to yeah. live, like, I've I've made the legacy that I wanted yeah. to do, like, I think that's, that's incredible. Even when you were, like, literally having a stroke on the yeah. ground when you were 24, you are like, yeah. okay, if this is how I go, then that's how I go, exactly. and I can't. I was like, this is the path. That was meant for me and whatever, right? Like, so I remember, like, when I got my phone from my left side of my body that reached for my phone, I remember my sister was calling me, and I was like, okay, weird, why is my sister calling me? Like, how does she know something's up? It's crazy to me that you thought this was just, like, so, like... Nonchalant. Yeah, just, yep. like, very, like, okay, I'm just on the floor right now, <laughs> fucking paralyzed. Yeah, like, no, no big deal. Right? Yeah. So I remember... I was on the phone with her, like, I picked up the phone, and I was like, because <gasps> that's how my breathing was, mm-hmm. and, you know, she was like, I remember her being like, Mason, I'm on my way, don't worry, don't worry, like, I'm on my way, I'm almost home, like, and she was like, where are you, where are you, and I said kitchen, but obviously, I had aphasia, so I was like, eh, yeah, eh, right? Oh my god. So, Mackenzie, she told me later that she thought I was getting robbed. Oh. That I had like a like something in my mouth, and I was like, "Oh, right." <gasps> so she thought I was getting robbed. I'm literally getting goosebumps right yeah. now, just like trying to put myself into Mackenzie's position. Yeah, so. because that's terrifying. Having like your sister, your yeah. little sister, call you and, and be like, <gasps> yeah. "Oh my so god, I can't." She even. F- like, and my sister and I have always been like super best close. Friends, yeah, you like, guys are whatever, so close. Like, so her to find me, I think. I don't want to say, like, she was the worst person to find me, but I think that was, like, very traumatizing to her. Yeah, She was like, totally. there's my baby sister on, on the, the floor. floor. Is she dead or Is not? Is she dead? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poker to see she's um, okay. But, so, I remember she called 911, and I was like, why are you calling? I, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Don't call 911. Like, just give me up. Like, I'm, just help just, me. Just help me. Like, whatever. Like, I think I have a... Like, I think my foot falls asleep or something. Like, <laughs> I think I have pins and needles. Yeah. So, I remember her, she called 911, and um, the EMTs, like, the ambulance um, came, and um, 
they found me and or they didn't find me but they got me on the stretcher and they were assholes like really they were so like i'm gonna admit like the dinner the night before i had friends over we smoked a little weed mm-hmm. whatever's legal in canada now mm-hmm. um like we smoked a little weed just had games night like whatever it was fine mm-hmm. so i um so i think they saw the weed and was like oh this is an overdose like whatever we're they thought it was right? an overdose on yeah. marijuana? Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Something stupid, wow, right? Wow, So they actually grabbed me, like, when I was on the floor, they grabbed me by the scruff of my sweater and like, just pulled me up. And I was like, ugh. Are you serious? Yep. yep. And I remember, like, like my back to the wall, and I was just like, uh, like this. And they're like, stay up, Mason. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't. Like, why are you yelling at me? Like, like what is going on? Yeah, like, I was like, I... Like, I, I'm trying to, but I just, like, I felt like I was, like, and I was literally like this. Like, if you look at a video from my dad's phone, like, I, like, me setting up, I'm literally like this because I have no balance, right? Yeah, because, like, right now, moving everywhere. you're using your abs. Like, you don't feel like you're using your abs, but you're using your abs to stay up. Yeah. And I didn't have any muscles because my brain shut off. Yeah. So, like, I was just kind of like this, and, like, I was so fucked up. Um, But I, uh, so they grabbed me. They put me on a stretcher. I remember going to the hospital, like, getting in the ambulance, and, like, my neighbor, actually, Mark, he came out and saw the lights and was like, oh, Mackenzie, what's going on? Mackenzie was like, oh, hey, Mark. <laughs> Give me a big How's hug. <laughs> like, I think Mackenzie was kind of in shock. Yeah. So Mackenzie was, like, laughing with him and everything, and, like, so she, um, she, um, she was just kind of chatting with him, and... We got back in, well, I was in the ambulance already and, like, getting an IV. And I remember them being like, okay, we're going to go to the U of A. And I remember just being like, no, I don't want to go to U of A. Hmm. They're like, yeah, it seems like it's a brain issue. They have an MRI there. You need to go to U of A. And I was like, no, like, I want to go to the Stollery. I, I wasn't saying any of this because obviously I couldn't talk. Yeah. But I was so scared to go to the U of A because that meant that something was really wrong. So then is that when it kind of hit That's when you? it kind of hit me that I was like, okay, something's, something's wrong. Yeah. And I remember, like, being the, the, um, the ambulance and, like, the woman that was taking my, like, my vitals, my IV and everything, she would always put, like, a mask over me because I was slobbering. Oh. Because, like, when I was breathing, like, <sighs> like, I was, like, slobbering a lot because yeah. I was trying to breathe. Yeah. And they put, like, an oxygen mask on me and I was like... Okay, well, now I'm spinning on myself. Like, yeah. fuck you. Like, <laughs> but I, like, I remember, like, like the, the lights were on, the, the sirens were on, and I was like, shit. Like. Something's happening. And I remember thinking in my head, I was like, okay, where are we on St. Albert Trail now? Okay, now where are we now? Like, I remember thinking, like, oh, I think these are these lights. Oh, if we're going to turn here, this is where we are kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, like, I was trying to picture where we were in, like, on the road. Yeah. Because I obviously couldn't see. And I remember when we got there, we got there fucking fast, obviously. Yeah. But I remember being like, we could have went to Sturgeon. Like, that's how fast we got from my house. Like, I I remember when we, like, got to the hospital, um, he opened the doors, and then I blacked out. And then I I was blacked out for, like, a month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because then you don't remember anything, anything after that, hey? Well, I remember, like, bits and part, bits and pieces. So, like... Mackenzie said that I was in a coma for, like, a medical-induced coma for a while just because, like... Yeah, you were, because your brain needed to heal. Yeah, so, like, I remember, um, like, backing out when he opened the doors, 
And then I remember kind of, like, waking back up when I was in the emergency. And, like, there was, like, doctors and nurses just surrounding me. And I was like, whoa, how did I get here? Like, kind of thing. Yeah. And I remember they had to take off my sweater, but I I didn't have a bra on because I just had to shower. Yeah. And I was like, don't look at my boobs. <laughs> that was the first thing that I thought of was, like, don't look at my boobs. Yeah. Like, but, um, and, like, my pants were off, obviously. And, like, I remember them being like, what's wrong with her? What's wrong with her? Like... How old is she? Who is she? Like, whatever. And I just remember being like, I'm a Mason. Like, hello. Like, yeah. Right? Just because, like, I've never been in, a, like, a Kate or a scenario where, like, in that case, like, I can't talk, whatever. Yeah. So, like, I remember being there and the doctor being like, okay, like, we're going to set up the CT scan. Like, it was fucking Grey's Anatomy, basically. And I was like, yes. Like, oh, my Grace. God. <laughs> um, but I remember, like being there and then all of a sudden the doctor was like okay move your arm and then I would move my arm and then he'd be like okay move your other arm and I wouldn't be able to move my right arm and I'd be like what's wrong like why can't I move my right arm they're like okay I think we've she's had a stroke like whatever and I was like like I don't remember like I I didn't take that in like I heard him say it but I didn't like acknowledge that like this is what's actually happening so like and then he was like, okay, raise your left arm, which was my good side at the time. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And then, like, five minutes later, he was like, okay, raise your left arm. And I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, raise your right arm. And I was like, I couldn't. Because the right side. Paralyzed. Yeah. The right side of your brain controls the left side of your yes. body. The left yep. side of your brain controls right your right yep. side. So that's when I went fully paralyzed. And wow. I was like, shit. Like, like I, I remember thinking, like, okay, I'm in a good hospital like I'm in a good place right now like if anything's gonna happen like I have nurses doctors surgeons around me to to make sure like and I remember um then like waking up again and then being like and then I was like in x-rays or something I don't know where I was and then I remember falling asleep or I don't know if I was dying or I don't I passed out and then I remember waking up again they were gonna put like a a catheter up in my vagina and I was like you're like, Good. okay, here we go. Here we go. You saw my boobs? Why not see my vagina? <laughs> so I remember, like, she was like, okay, we're going to put, like, we're going to kind of sedate you now. And, like, I was like, okay, whatever. But, like, they weren't talking, like, okay, we're going to say you now. They're like, we're going to say you now. Okay? Like, they were, like, freaked out. And I was yeah. freaked out, too. Yeah. And, like, so I remember, like, going back to sleep. And I, like, I, I remember waking up again. And then, like, me and my head being, de- like, not down, but, like, I was laying down. And I was, like, kind of looking above me yeah like over like top of me and like and the doctor was like okay we're gonna put the um the breathing tube in now and I was like why do I need a breathing tube I'm breathing fine like I remember just thinking like no you don't do that (gasps) like I'm doing that fine right but I wasn't I was like (gasps) right yeah so I remember passing out then and then um then I so they put the ENT tube in and um I uh for, like, for the next, like, two weeks, it was on and off. Like, I would wake up. Well, then before, yeah. then then you had your second stroke. Well, no, so, like, I, so then I got, um, the, the breathing tube in, and then I remember being in, like, a section, and I was having fucked up dreams. Like, I remember how I was, I was playing hockey with McDavid and Jimmy Fallon. Oh, right on. That's not a fucked up yeah, dream. exactly. So, I... I remember being in, like, a room where I was in a bed, and I had my breathing tube in, and that's really annoying, like, having, mm-hmm. like, a tube. Like, think of a straw, but, like, a straw all the way down your esophagus, right? Yeah. Or your trachea, sorry. And, um, 
And I remember, like, it, was, it felt sore on my lips because mm-hmm. it was dry. Mm-hmm. Like, the hospital is so dry because mm-hmm. they have to keep it dry, right? It's yeah. no moisture. Yeah. Um, and I remember being like, okay, well, I'm going to get out of the hospital soon. Like, yeah. My mom's going to come pick me up soon. Like, it's fine. I'm my just mom, sick. <laughs> yeah, my mom's going to come pick me up soon. Like, it's okay. Like, well, you don't have to, you guys don't have to do this. Like, it's fine. Like, what, do you up. think that was you trying to protect yourself and, like, say that everything was okay? Or did you actually really think that? I honestly really thought that. Like, I, mm-hmm. I didn't think, like, in the back of my head that something was really wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, when am I going to get out of here? When am I going to get What did you think was happening to you? I honestly have no idea. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a thought in my mind that, like, something was wrong with me. Like, obviously something was wrong with me because I was at the U of A, but, like, I just didn't think anything of it. Like, I was just yeah. kind of like, okay, this is happening. Like, And that's probably, mm-hmm. like has something to do with the stroke too I oh would yeah think. Yep. like well it's part of the brain injury right and like yeah. I remember um so when they did all the tests and I was like getting run through and everything I was in the ICU and they were gonna do like an MRI on me and everything and I was waiting and I remember like Alistair being with me and like I had the breathing tube in this is when I was fully functional like I, yeah I yeah I, I had everyone movement. thought you were fine yeah, and exactly. like, like yeah. I had movement on my right side and movement on my left side like I was fine. Like, I was just kind of like, hey, why am I here? Like, let's get out of here. Yeah. So, like, I remember my Auntie Joanne, bless her soul, um, she came to the hospital because my parents were in Maui at the time. Yeah. They, she came to the hospital and was like, oh, Mason, like, are you okay? Like, whatever. And, like, I remember them giving me uh, medications called Hydro. Uh, we give it to the dogs, too. Um, we, they gave it to me and I puked. With the breathing tube in. Oh my god, that was the worst feeling of my life. Because, like, yeah. when you puke, you think everything's going to come out, right? Yeah. Like, so when I puked, everything come, came out, but a breathing tube. Yeah, like, and you're probably choking there. on it. Yep. So, like, I, breathe, I puked on me, and, like, Alistair was laying across me, and I puked on his head. Sorry. <laughs> good thing he's bald, because it was a good cleanup. Um, but I remember, like, them laughing, because they were like, oh yeah, she definitely had pizza. Oh my god. <laughs> because it was all over me, right? And yeah. like that's obviously what I just had ate, eaten, but I um and then like I I have a video of like me trying to write something I can't even remember what I was trying to write and it was just a scribble. Mm-hmm. And then like my auntie Joanne was like, "Okay, do one letter at a time." And it was just a circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she showed my sister, my sister just laughed and like it's a video and like it's um like, at that time, like, I was fully functional. Like, you can see me, like, hold the pen and paper with one hand. And then, or sorry, the paper with one hand and then the hand, like, my pen with the other hand. And I was fully fine, like, whatever. But it wasn't until, I think, two days later, I was in the ICU. My, I I don't know who came to visit me, but I'm pretty sure my mom and my dad, obviously, were back from Maui. Like, and obviously. that was terrifying. Yes. So, mom and dad were in Maui at the time, and they got a call from my sister. It was 9 o'clock here, but it was only, like, 7 o'clock in Maui or something. I don't know the time difference. But Mackenzie called my my mom and dad, which is not very, you know, uncommon. So, they're like, hey, Mackenzie, like, what's up? And she's freaking out. She's saying, Mason's in the hospital. Like, she collapsed. Like, something's wrong. And, like, I remember my mom. Like, I don't obviously remember this, but, like, Mackenzie said that mom and dad were just like, Okay, we're coming home. Yeah. Like, just like, okay. 
I remember that the story of them, they literally, didn't they leave stuff in their hotel room because they oh, literally just probably. grabbed all of their stuff, threw it in their suitcase, yep. and then, like, hopped on the next plane? Oh, like, exactly. How scary would that be, being a parent and being away, like, being... And getting that call. Yeah. So then my dad, like, my dad's always been, like, it's always been, like, not, like, me and my dad, but, like, it's always been kind of, like, my dad and I have always had a really good connection, so I think my dad really felt... Not absent, but, like, he felt, like, guilty that he wasn't there for me 24-7. But I was 24 at the time. Like, you can't be with me 24-7, right? So, like, I think he kind of felt guilty for that. But, like, my mom's the more, like, okay, like, shit happens. We're going to deal with it. Like, she's more real. She's more... Logical thing. Logical, where my dad's like, she could have died. Oh my god, we would have missed her. Like, right? So. Well, I hope they would have missed you. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, I remember when I was in the ICU with my Auntie Joanne, like, trying to write on that piece of paper. My parents came in and I was so happy to see them because I was like, okay, I'm fine now. Yeah. My mom and dad are here and I feel like my sister was there, but. Mackenzie Everyone's here me. that I yeah. truly love yeah. and care for. I didn't know really where Alistair was. I think he was kind of over here, but I couldn't see him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this, this is good. Yeah. Like, I have all my family here, like, whatever. And funny story. So, like, in the hospital, they always come, like, all the nurses, when they do their rounds, which is, like, every hour, they come up to you and be like, who are you? What day is it? Where, like, where are you? Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, I don't remember this. This isn't what my dad said. At one point. A doctor or a nurse came by and was like, hey, who are you? What's the date? What are you doing here? Like, whatever. And I remember being like, I am um, Tanya Harding, and I'm at the Pyeongchang Olympics. <laughs> and the nurses kind of looked at my dad and was like, what the fuck? And my dad was like, no, that's her humor kicking in. Like, that's, she's, she's not Tanya Harding. Like, watch your Fucking look at her. <laughs> um, so I said that I don't remember that at all. Like, I... Like, and I remember too, I think this kind of ruined my dad when I said this, but one of the nurses came and was like, oh, what day is it? And I said, oh, it's February 26th. Tomorrow's my dad's birthday. And that really, I think that really like was like, yeah, she remembers that. Yeah. And, um, I, uh, happy birthday, dad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, and then like the two weeks after that, I was like obviously in and out of it, like, and then, so I was in the the emergency room, and then two days after that, I had to have skull, sur- like, brain surgery, so, like, mm-hmm. they took out a piece of my skull, like, a two-by-two two piece of my skull, and because my brain was so swollen that they had to leave it first to let it swell, so I had to drain at the top of my head, and then the piece of my skull missing, and, like, that's when I had my other stroke, is after that surgery, because they had to take me off the medications to let my let myself bleed or whatever right and so I went in for surgery I don't remember any of this and the doctors was were like they came back out of surgery and was like okay she did great go home get some sleep like you guys haven't slept in like 48 hours go sleep like just go yeah whatever so my mom my dad Mackenzie and Alistair all went home I like I said I don't remember this but then like two hours later they the doctor called and was like you should come back to the hospital. She had another stroke and be prepared to say goodbye. Wow. And my dad, oh, I can, I can just imagine my dad being like, what? And then, so Alistair went home, um, like my mom and dad dropped him off 
at his house in Edmonton, like, just north of Edmonton, dropped him off, and they called Alistair and was like, okay, we have to go back to the hospital, like, shit happened. And Alistair said that he was a little bit drunk, just because he was at home celebrating that I was, you know, getting better and everything, so yeah. he was at home, like, a little bit tipsy, like, whatever, just having a nice drink, and he said that, he was like, I've never cried so much in my life. Wow. And I was like... Are you going to cry like that on our wedding day? <laughs> <laughs> you better. Yeah, exactly. Or I'm turning around. Yeah. But, um, so, within those, like, two or three weeks that I was there, like, it was on and off. Like, I would sleep, and I'd wake up, and then my grandparents would be there, and then I'd sleep, and then I'd wake up, and then no one was there, and then I'd sleep, and then I'd wake up, and then you were there, whatever, yeah. right? So, like, it was just a, such a in and out kind of feeling that I was like I can't stay awake enough to remember what's going on or what day it is or whatever right Mm -hmm. and like during that time I had to get an MRI but the uh the breathing tube that I had in wasn't compatible with the MRI that I had so they had to put like a full-on trach in my body Mm -hmm. and so they did that they told my family like oh yeah it's gonna take five minutes don't worry like quick procedure like just cut and then and then you know breathing right yeah so I um I thought I was like like I remember the day that I was getting the new trick that I was so scared that I was gonna wake up and like they'd be in my throat like but no obviously they knocked me the fuck out but (laughs) um so when they knocked me out after five minutes the doctor came back and they were like how did she do like my dad was like, okay, how'd you do? Like, how was it? And, like, the doctor was like, there was complications. Oh, no. And my dad, I I think that kind of... Just like, one thing after yeah, another. Exactly. So they were like, she has a difficult airway, so we had to get a bigger one. So we had to do a more intense, not surgery, but procedure to get that in there. Hence why my trach's um, scar is so big. Mm-hmm. Because they had to really shove it in there. And what they had to do, actually, is they had to suture it to my skin... Mm-hmm. To keep it in place. Mm-hmm. So, like, most people that have that had this scar, it looks like a little freaking freckle on them. Yeah. But to me, it looks like a damn vagina on my neck. <laughs> so, I, um... So, obviously, that, that freaked out my parents because they're like, damn it, like, Mason, like, you gotta have, to have a shitty throat, like... Yeah. So then, I, like, I think the first day that I... Which is funny because it involves you. The first day that I realized that, like, time's gone by is... I went to go watch Riverdale. Oh, and I watched, I, yeah. I watched the latest episode, and I was like, who's this? Who's that? And I remember texting you, and I'm being like, who's this? And then you saying, like, oh, and I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> and me saying, okay, well, then, what happened to this guy? And you saying, and I was like, I don't remember that either. And then I remember looking at the dates, because you know how they have the release dates? Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, this one just came out, like, yesterday. But didn't I just get to the hospital yesterday? Like, and then I was like, I missed three episodes, which is three weeks worth of Riverdale. And I was like, damn it. Okay. <laughs> damn it, Archie. Okay. Um, but that's just like what happens when you're in the hospital and that you're so drugged up is that you don't think time's gone by. Like, I feel like it was just one day, but yeah. I know, but like, like me telling you that like my grandparents were there one day and you were there one day. Like, it's not like you're all there within 10 minutes of each other. Right. Like, I just didn't think of that. I didn't put the, t- the pieces together. Like, I was just kind of like, whatever, I was fucked up. Like, it wasn't a, okay, I 
I've been out of the game for three weeks. Like, it's it's been... I've, to me, it just felt like a day. Yeah. But when I woke up and I was like, whoa. Like, it's already March already? Like, it was... I think it was, like, March 13th when I woke up. I was like, whoa. What? Like, what? When you think about a day, like, you think, okay, 24 hours or, you know, 14 hours to do whatever you need to do. Go to work. Go to the grocery store. Whatever. I, I was out of the game for three weeks. Like, yeah. so, like... That was a lot for me to be like, oh shit, like something substantial happened. Wrong. Yeah. So, and then when they were like, okay, Mason, we're gonna do, you know, therapies, cause like during that three weeks that I was out, like, they would do therapies with me, like, so like I would get up in the bed. That's when I was talking about when I was like, like, you know, rocking in bed. That's when um I was out of it. Like that would tire me out. I'm just sitting in my bed. I wouldn't get up and walk around. I would just sit in bed and I'd just be like, I can't handle this. Well, I remember when I would come to visit you, like, you, I would have to visit you at a certain time because it couldn't be at the end of the day because you'd be exhausted or even the middle day because you'd be exhausted. And like the littlest things would exhaust you, like even walking, getting up and, and walking to go pee in the bathroom or like any little thing like that. Well, even just like people around me talking, like that's like. I couldn't talk because I had the trach, right? So, like, I couldn't talk, so you just come and just... Blab. Blab. And that's why I always wanted my sister there, so that you guys could talk, so not just, like... Yeah, and I remember, yeah, um, always having Mackenzie there because she would essentially be, like, a translator. Yeah. And it was, like, the weirdest thing to obviously visit you in the hospital after you had two strokes, seeing one of your best friends there like that, but also... Mm -hmm. Because you're such a chatty person, and yeah. we always have such great conversations. Yep. And for you not to be able to talk... You're like, can't even laugh at my jokes. I'm ser- funny. Seriously. Right? And it was just so different. Yeah. And seeing someone like that is just a completely different experience. Well, yeah, and I and I acknowledge that. that like, it's weird that, like, you would come and I'd be like... You'd be telling your, li- your life story, and then I'd be like, wait, I want to ask this question. But I couldn't, so you just keep talking and be like ask this question right and how like i can only imagine like did you feel like you were like trapped in your own body i still feel like i'm trapped in my body like i feel like i'm myself like i feel like okay i'm myself like whatever but i can't do certain things that i want to be doing right like i want to be able to do a fucking cartwheel or something right like even sit here cross-legged i can't do that right so like Mm -hmm. i feel like I'm, I know that I'm capable of doing all these things because I used to do it for 24 years before, but now I can't, right? Like, and it's going to look so different for me now to do something like that just because, you know, I suffered two strokes and it affects my life. So, like, I feel very trapped. Like, I feel like it's kind of like... Your independence was taken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And which is, when when you think about it, like, even just touching your laptop to open or to like not let it fall asleep like I would have to put the phone down touch the laptop pick the phone back up like whatever right where you just kind of was like okay like I would have to look and be like because my depth perception is a little off because of my Mm -hmm. eye obviously but Mm -hmm. I like it's just things that you take for granted right so the small little things that you take for granted the littlest like breathing that was hard for me before I had to take basically breathing classes I have to I have like a little instrument that like lets me breathe I had to take speech classes. I had to, like, oh, it's, like, so many things that you don't consider 
when it's and then it's taken away from you and you're like okay now I have to live this way you have to learn to essentially like live. relive and like yep. uh, you're like it's like a Benjamin Button effect exactly. like you all have to be cared for all the time yep. and have people do everything for you where before mm-hmm. that you were such an independent person like you had your career you had exactly. your own house you had yep. a well, you dog. have a fiance now, but like a dog, a responsibility, like everything. And then it just gets taken away Wipe from away. you in yep. an instant. Yep. And that's the thing, like when you asked me like, what has this changed? And I think that's the the outlook on on life is that like, I see people walking around like the mall or whatever and like attached to their phones, whatever. Like I don't even know. I freaking love my phone. I love Candy Crush. Like don't get like mm-hmm. whatever, but like. Just put the phone down and, you know, go outside, like, whatever. Like, I just, I want to be able to, like, go out in the community now and help other people. Like, I don't want to be like, mm, I'm a stroke. I'm, like, I'm just going to stay at home. Like, yes, I have bad days like that where I'm like, I don't want to go outside, like, whatever. But, like, I went to the Calgary Zoo. I I want to push myself because this dis- this disability doesn't define me. It challenges me, right? So, yes. like, I want it to keep pushing me to be like okay well you know my winter coat I can't hang out my winter coat because it's so freaking heavy mm-hmm. but my mom said to me too she's like don't tell me you can't do it just say that it's hard for you to do it mm. which is very true which it is hard for me like I'm sure I could f- find a way to do it but it's hard and I I don't essentially give up but I just say someone else can do it for me better but I just want to be able to challenge myself every day in those little aspects. Like, even this morning, like, my mom was sleeping downstairs, and um, I got up, walked downstairs by myself, and just sat on the couch. Yeah. I didn't ask for any help. Like, I got dressed by myself, and I just sat on the couch. I just played Candy Crush. Like, that's just things that you don't even think of. Like, when you get up, you're like, okay, got up, I brushed my teeth, had a shower, went to work. Done. That's normal, but... But for me, like, to even open my eyes, like, that hurts my brain because I'm still recovering. So, like, I have to lay in bed for five minutes to kind of get adjusted to the light and everything. And then I have to get myself up, like, to sit up in bed. That's another five minutes because that's using all my core muscles and I don't know how a lot, to be honest. And mm-hmm. and then, like, to put my shoes on, to put freaking socks on. God, that's horrible. But just the little things, right? It's like takes so much out of you so I'm like okay I need to let life live or let <laughs> I don't even know uh live. Vinny from Jersey yeah. Shore has that tattooed yeah, exactly. on his chest yeah. like live well life. you have you have the tattoo where it says accept what is well yeah I got that oh, like like eight years ago because mom my mom was diagnosed with thyroid cancer almost like 10 years ago and same thing is that she was like okay got diagnosed whatever not whatever but just kind of like it happened let's move on like let's just keep going so she got the tattoo except what is because you can't be like oh no like can't use it as a crutch yeah you can't like use it as like oh i can't do anything because i have thyroid cancer no Say you can do it because, you know, you're a human being and that you have thyroid cancer, right? So I got the tattoo except what is because I want to live my life the way that my mom has lived, you know, her cancer life. Is that like, no, like you wouldn't be able to look at my mom and be like, oh, you have cancer, right? Like, like 
you need to live your life like nothing's wrong, right? Yeah. Like, because, like, if you if you live your life thinking, oh, I'm disabled, oh, I'm, I'm useless, then nothing's going to happen to your life. You're just going to be a blob. And you build that own boundary around yourself. Exactly. You, you build you, that wall yourself. Like, you no set, one else builds that wall. You build that yeah, wall. Yeah, you so, like, set up those own limitations. So, like, I try to, you know, like, even you driving me to Alistair's today, like, that's a big step for me because, like, I've never been in your car. I've, you know, so... I'm not going to be with my mom or my dad. Like, it's just, like, another challenge for me. Like, where you're just kind of like, oh, it's driving me to Dallas. Or, like, whatever. Like, no no big deal. But for me, I'm like, okay, I have to get in her car. She parked on the driveway. What side is she parked on? Like, it's just, There's a lot of steps now to consider before doing something. Like, so it's just, like, things that you have to learn how to do. And, like, my mom had to, like had to change her diet. Like, she had to use, like, she had to have, like, not a lot of salt in her diet because of the iodine. She had to change her diet that way. She had to exercise more or something. I don't know, like, things that you just have to kind of manipulate in your life to live better. And, like, that's what I want to do is that, like, I wasn't doing drugs. I wasn't smoking. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't in a car accident. Like, nothing of this stroke was like okay this is why you had a stroke like so you still like, don't know why you had those two strokes never will so which wow. sucks like obviously but that's things except what is move on even though the doctors have done extensive testing oh yeah they've done they've done texting they've done genetics like they even asked my mom and dad they're like have your grandparents ever had strokes and they're like nope wow so there's no stroke in the family at all wow like so like there's there's heart attacks which is like heart and stroke is kind of like related because it's blood clots um but no stroke so like I think it's just kind of like something that was in me for years and then just one day just like a ticking time bomb mm-hmm. which sucks obviously I couldn't be like okay in three two one I'm gonna have a stroke like <laughs> I'm not I don't think that way and you can't think that way because you're just gonna live your life in fear all the time right so like I want to be able to live my life to the fullest and like I know that's so cheesy and everyone's like yeah 2019 I'm gonna live the best me I'm like okay, you do that for a week and then you're done, Susan. Like, shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to be able to do something better, like, in the community. I want to be able to start something new. Like, I, Alistair and I want to start a curling team. Hmm. Like, I've never freaking curled in my life. Like, <laughs> But you're going to do it. But I'm going to do it. Like, so, like, it's just, there's so many things that I want to be able to do, but I have to get better myself first. Yeah. Like, but that's things that I'm trying to incorporate my previous life with this new life like making the bracelets that I want to make these bracelets it's part of my rehab it's my crafting ability like it's my mental state that's kind of like it's concentration it's repetitive like it's a rehab for me so like a lot of people are like oh it's just making a bracelet but I'm like no it's more than just making a bracelet it's doing this it's doing whatever so like I want to be able to live my old life with my new life. Like, I always used to say Mason 2.0. Like, that's me. Mm-hmm. Which is right. Like, I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm not saying, like, oh, me, Mason 2.0. Like, I'm still Mason, but I'm Mason 2.0. Like, right? So, like, I'm still the same Mason. I'm still the chatty, you know, funny, funny very beautiful Mason. Yes. Like, so. But... The bracelets are for raising money for the stroke. The stroke. So the unit that I was on 
after I was on the ICU. Because, so, like, I was in the ICU for, like, two and a half weeks, and then I was in the stroke unit for G4 for, like, two and a half weeks. So, like, I want to be able to raise funds to, not support, but, like, to acknowledge those nurses, those staff members, like, even the kitchen aid, to say thank you. Like, because they did so much for me that I kind of want to give back. And how much have you raised? By Um, selling and making bracelets, just, like, a little thing. Um, well, my mom's been helping me, so, like, I have, like, business cards, I have little baggies that I put them in, but I've raised around five grand. That's incredible. Which is, like, so when I first started, like, I put it on my Instagram, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm selling bracelets, like, whatever. I honestly thought there was going to be, like, 50 people that would be like, yeah, I want one. But there's been certain people that have been like, yeah, I'll take 20, and I'm like, what? (laughs) So, like, it's just been overwhelming support like and that's another thing is that with brain injury you don't think anything's happened to you so like i'm like why do people want bracelets like it yeah they're freaking nice they're marble Mm -hmm. but like i don't understand why people are so driven to buy one but now like i'm kind of slowly thinking okay they want to help me help support the u of a right so like i'm okay with that like obviously so but it's just overwhelming that like so many people have, like, been touched by my story, like, and, like, I've worked, like, all around Edmonton, I've worked in St. Albert, like, I went to school in Vermilion, I grew up in Regina, I lived in Winnipeg, like, there's just been such a bundle of random people that want the bracelets that I'm, like, I kind of forgot about you, okay, uh, right? <laughs> so, like, it's kind of nice to see that those people are still in touch with me. To, and like, they want to support you. Exactly, and, like, that's what I appreciate, is that so many people are coming out of the wood, not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say out of the woodwork, but like, that just kind of been like in my life, just kind of like following my story on Facebook. Cause like my mom would post every two days just to kind of update me and like update other people. Like, you know, like my best friend's fiance's mom, like always comments on my pictures and like, Oh, go ahead, Mason. I'm like, never met you in my life, but thank you. Like, yeah. Yay me. Like I have a little cheerleader. So like, it's nice to know that like, there's people out there that I don't even know that are still cheering me on. So, like, that's what I want to be able to give back to the stroke unit is that, like, look how many people are... Just me. Like, yeah, okay, people donate to the hospital, but they don't know where the money's going, right? But with this, with the bracelets, that they, A, they get a good bracelet, and B, they know my story personally, so they're okay with... They're like, okay, you're alive. Like, that's cool. Like, so... That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, so we're gonna support that. We're gonna say you're alive because of the U of A stroke unit. So, like, I'm okay with um, doing something like that. So, so if someone want, If someone's listening to this and they want to purchase a bracelet, they still can, right? Until February 22nd. So, you could go to my Instagram, which is diffstrokes for diff folks underscore which is basically different strokes for different folks mm-hmm. the number four um and they can just you know slide into my dms oh yeah and oh. how much are the bracelets uh ten dollars but two dollars for shimbig so like so you buy like five bracelets it's only gonna be 52 dollars because shipping is not that expensive like it's two bucks so mm-hmm. but if you buy like 22 like that crazy guy um <laughs> that crazy guy yeah, um 
it would be a little bit more just because obviously they're heavier and that's kind of how the male system works. But mm-hmm. so finally, what are like your goals for 2019? Like what does Mason want out of 2019? I obviously want... a killer time at her bachelorette party. Yeah. Woo! Um, I don't want to say like, just like specify right on 2019. Like I don't want to put like a time limit on it. Like, mm-hmm. I have the rest of my life now. Like, I don't want to be like, okay, 2019 is the year for me. Like, yeah. no. Like, I want the rest of my life to be for me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like, I don't want to put pressure on a time limit. I want to be like, I'm going to take it day by day. We'll be like, okay, I'll be better this day. Tomorrow I'll go to Kingsway Mall by myself. Mm-hmm. And then, then when I'm at Kingsway Mall, I'll be like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to, you know, just sit at home and watch The Bachelor, like, whatever, like, and, like, it's funny, because, like, people are like, oh, you're gonna watch The Bachelor, I'm like, The Bachelor is a good show for me, because I have to remember the girls' names, yeah. I have to remember the drama, <laughs> I have to, like, it's a good rehab stimulation for me, right, so I'm like, rehabbing, like, right, <laughs> Alistair doesn't think it that way, but screw Alistair, so, but. So, it's about, forward is forward, no matter the pace that exactly. you go. And, like, yeah, there is going to be setbacks. And I'm not going to be, like, oh, 2019 wasn't my year because I had so many setbacks. I don't want to be like that. I want to just keep moving up. Like, I don't want it to be, oh, well, 2019's over in two days, so I really need to pick it up. You know, whatever. I want to be, like, okay, like, new another year, that's fine. Like, last year was really good. I have did a lot of progress. Next year is going to be better. Like, yes, I'm going to have shitty days. Yes, I'm going to be falling yes I'm gonna maybe fall like whatever but I'm gonna get back up and I'm gonna like keep going like my motto right now is yes I got dealt a shitty hand but you still gotta play the game that's literally the thing that I say I'm like life will deal you a hand of cards and you don't get to pick that but you do get to pick the way you play that hand yeah exactly so like I like to say yeah like well because you know my family like we love card games whatever so like I feel like that's a little bit personal to me and like I'm very terrible at some card games, but I still love playing them because it's with my family. And that's the thing is that with the game is life, right? So, like, yeah, okay, I got a stroke, but, like, I still have my family. I still have Alistair. I still have my dogs. I still have my sister. I still have whatever. Like, I have so much to look forward to that, like, this is just a roadblock. This is not going to define my whole life. This is just going to be a chapter of my life where I'm just going to be like, okay, move on. Well, I just want to say that... I mean, even before you had your strokes, you were obviously, like, an incredible person and an incredible friend, but, like, mm-hmm. I could not be more proud Don't of you. Don't make me cry! I'm not gonna make, I'm not gonna make you cry, but, like, just the determination, yeah. the ambition, the tenacity, like, you literally almost fucking died, and yep. now you're here, like, recording this podcast with yep. me, and, like, Living life. talking to me, and, like, fully coherent, mm-hmm. and... It's just crazy, and I also think it's crazy that, like, the strength and survival that human beings have. Well, exactly. Like, not just myself, but, like, the human brain, like, can do so much and can do so much much damage, but that we can overcome, right? So, like, that's Mm -hmm. one thing to consider is that, like, oh, yeah, I bonked my head and I have a headache now, but you're still alive, right? Like, just the little things in life that really be like, oh, shit, like... The body is so um, resilient. Like, resilient and so willing to kind of bounce back. 
Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I love you. I'll, I'm so yeah. excited for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for this. Oh. Well, it's kind of like a podcast for me too. All things may sin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We might have to do like that. a spin-off show. Yeah, exactly. May May 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of All Things May. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to screenshot it and send it to your friends. And also don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Melena S. See you next time.